Hey everybody, welcome to another Hoss Talks Foss. I'm here with Marcelo Altman, uh, our Percona's own super engineer. You know, <laughs> Marcelo, you've been at Percona for a few years now. Um, I remember we met in person a couple times uh, at, at, at you know conference here and there. And also you came to our headquarters and um, Marcelo, you're down in Brazil. And so what does the American do to the guy who comes from Brazil? He brings them to the Brazilian restaurant just to see how close the Brazilian food is in America to Brazilian food in Brazil, right? And so, Indeed. and we found out it was not. It was kind of. It was kind of okay, right? It was. It was okay. It was okay. They had like it, it, some it, it, some yeah. good barbecue, some good picanha. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't up to the the, the Brazilian standards. So no, not not quite. Like especially here in in South Brazil, we are close to Uruguay. Like asado and barbecue, it's a big thing. So it is a big thing. It is a big thing. Yeah. I have only found one Uruguayan barbecue in all of the U.S. I, I actually found it once. Like I was driving around and I'm like, whoa! And so I had to pull in and I had to go get some. Um, you know, because we we do know that we have some um excellent excellent barbecue skills down in the south american region yeah right so uh, marcos's barbecues are the thing of legend in indeed if if you had a chance to go to some uruguayan team meeting on a end of the year meeting like he is we call him the, the designated barbecue master so he yes. is the so guy. we're actually planning a barbecue and open source event where we're all going to get and we're going to grill and we're going to barbecue individually and talk open source <laughs> with Marcos and other people. I think it's going to be an outstanding event. I, I, I it's like I, I don't know about the others and I, I don't think I could do that, like talk technical thing and and barbecue but i'm sure that marcos will be able to do that oh you, okay <laughs> so now there's a challenge out there so so those who are interested in barbecue and open source uh, a new uh, event for the community let me know because we're really excited about that, that that's going to be awesome it's going to be a thing <laughs> yeah yeah so so marcelo you know you've been at percona like i said for a few years you started off in the support team now you're in the engineering team mm -hmm. um and so you know, tell me a little bit about your background here. So, you, you know, what what kind of brought you into the open source space and brought you to Percona? And, and tell me about that journey to, you know, eventually doing some engineering work. Right. So I started with my SQL, I don't know, around 2006, 2007 as like LAMP, learned Linux, PHP and, and my SQL. And like, if you are in the MySQL ecosystem, like you know about Percona, like you read the performance blog and everything. So um, I, I I moved to Ireland. I I was a database uh, administrator for the top level country uh, domain, like the company responsible for the .ie domains, like the .coms in in, in US. Uh, I think in 2014. I got the chance to go to London and speak on uh, on a Percona Live. Uh, I met a few of the guys there, but it was in 2006 uh, when I went to Santa Clara in another Percona Live where, again, Marco, it's, uh, Marcos and Wagner Bianchi, they introduced me to a lot of folks in Percona and they said, well, come come to work here. And I said, well, I don't know if 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 I'm 
am capable of, but let, let's try. I remember I had some some projects to finish to the Irish company, and I did that, and then I I applied for for a position, and here I am. <laughs> and here you are. And then then you and Charlie came out, visited me, ate Brazilian barbecue, and, yeah, uh, and and you and you you started off your career. Indeed. Um, so you got you started in the support space. And, and you moved from support to engineering. Why the switch? Uh, I don't know. It's like in, in, in my sicko, it's like a it's it's a big thing. Like you you can like replication, you can like I don't know optimizing queries, you can like design schemas, things like that. And in in, in support, I was always attracted to crashes <laughs> when there was a, a some, you have some a little chaos in you right like you're like oh, how oh yes. crash? my secret's crashing yeah and i when i first started um, again marcos was my my buddy and um, before joining percona i have never opened my sql source code it, it it was like something unbelievable on in my in, in, in my case and uh, I remembered working with Marco in, in some cases and he said well it's it's open source dude let's open the the source <laughs> and uh, once I started to, to get familiar with with things uh, I, I was always then attracted for for crashing in every new ping we got on slack and it was crash signal six signal 11 no one wanted to touch those type of cases and I was like Live, live to me, live to me. So it was like an opportunity to get a real case uh, scenario and like explore a bit more of, of the source code. And then I remember I tried to apply to an engineering position, but it's it it was like some senior position and um, I, I was not accepted. <laughs> and uh, basically talking with, uh, with uh, Karina, my manager at the time, I said, well, that's actually what I want. And she spoke with George, which is my, my actual uh, manager at the moment. And we did some sort of arrangement. I worked four days a week on support and one day a week as an as a engineer, a, a C++ engineering. So that's how it started. I think I spent like a year uh doing that and then you got uh, more familiar with the source code you were able to dig code. in you started to learn c so you yeah. actually got the opportunity to not only like kind of scratch your itch with the the, the chaos and the the, the 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 crashes you were able to actually learn a lot of those engineering things along it, and, and 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 it's kind of some sort of a big step because one thing it's okay i want to be an engineer the other thing is like to understand what is a day-to-day <laughs> on an on the engineering side and like that actually gave me the opportunity to taste this and understand well that's actually what i want or no let let's stay at, at the support well what is a day in the life of an engineer like what like what does that look like well if if i had to work with crashes before like right now it's even more <laughs> oh okay, okay. yeah yeah, no, that, that, that's basically what, what we do. Like we, we, we try to solve crashes or design new features, but basically a day in life of an engineering, it's, I don't know, five minutes coding and the rest of the day running tests because like my SQL has this gigantic test suite. So every time we do something, either a new feature or a bug fix, like we need to make sure we write a proper test case uh, so someone else doesn't introduce 
this same bug or this issue again. And like MySQL has a, for all those years now, like it has a gigantic list of test cases. So every time you do something, you have to make sure you're not introducing a regression on something that was supposed to work before, so. Right, yeah, I mean, and QA is always a critical component. You, you, you know, especially with data, because you don't want to mess with people's data. Yeah. Right, that's that's one of the things is you, you need to keep it as safe as possible. Now, your, your love for bug crashes led you to really become kind of more intimately involved with GDB. GDB, uh, indeed. Yes, because GDB is the tool of choice to, you know, look at, look through traces and try and find some of you know, those problems. Uh, for those who don't know what GDB is, because we've got kind of uh, uh, all over the board audience, um, number one in Tunisia, uh, number number two in Madagascar in terms of podcasts on Apple. So uh, very proud of that. So so for all of those folks who are out there, um, you know, who don't know what GDB is, maybe give a little bit of background on GDB for folks. So GDB is basically a, a debugger uh, that works in various languages, including C and C++, which is the language that uh, MySQL it's written with. And basically it allows you to go inside the process and like trace whatever it's, it's going on. Like you can do some crazy things, like you can change a MySQL variable uh, from the, from the GDB source, like you can, uh, what we, we most do, like we do set, set points before like a crash happens so you can understand what was like the value of a variable and who changed that variable. Like you can add a harder watch points on memory address to see who changed that, that memory uh, value or something. So those are, are the most useful things that you do with, with GDB, but basically it's meant for debugging. And you just wrote this blog post and this was a really cool tool that I didn't even know about. And in fact, when I was talking with people at Percona, like half of them are like, I've never heard of that tool. <laughs> um, called RR for replaying GDB traces so you can kind of walk through. So so how does that work? That's, it, I, I was like fascinated when I, I heard about this and uh, I was kind of scratching myself. Like I, I, I have to test this. I have to find a case where this will be useful when I'm sure like this will be a game changer, and we actually had one one case that 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 um, it's the one that that I wrote the blog post, which was the first one we used. But basically, RR was designed by the Mozilla guys to find some uh, bugs on Firefox, um, and like when you are dealing with bugs, like the the most uh, the, the your chances to find. Uh, um, fix for a bug is if you have a test case finding a deterministic test case it's like not always the case it's very difficult to be able to to to, to write a deterministic test case and like with this type of software that we deal nowadays like mysql it's it's multi-process you have tons of components inside the the the, the software things have to happen in a certain uh in a certain order so you can explore that edge case that you you are seeing sometimes it takes weeks for you to be able to reproduce once and you are in the middle of reproducing that the whole day the whole week and when you reproduce you you kind of lost track okay what i changed this now that made it 
it, it, it reproducible. So RR came uh, in to, to help these. Like it's not, uh, I think, in the MySQL ecosystem, like everyone that does software has issues with uh, finding deterministic text cases. And the Mozilla guys, they, they, they created this tool that basically it uh, keeps track of all the system uh, calls that a process does and the return it receives and the signals. It records those uh, and they can be replayed using the GDB, our favorite tool. Uh, and cool. like it's 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 really cool because it's 100% deterministic. Like even like the memory addresses and everything. Like if you you can replay that over and over again, and uh, you will always get the same result. And 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 and, and the most amazing thing about this tool it's like it also allows you to play the execution backwards like with with gdb like you have to put breakpoints for example like i want breakpoint on step two and then you go to step two with i don't know one example like sometimes it takes times to replay all the execution so let's say it takes 15 minutes to replay the execution and you hit the breakpoint on step two, for example. And then you realize like the issue, it's not here. The issue it's in step one. When, when you are doing that with GDB itself on a running process, what will have to happen? Like you have to start everything over again. But with record and replay, like you can just put a breakpoint on step one and replay the execution backwards. And like this is That's very cool. Amazing. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's really cool that you can go back where you were before and and kind of step backwards as uh, and forward yeah so you, you you can go back and forward as much as as you want and like as i mentioned this it's been a game changing in terms of uh finding bugs and um reducing shorting like the time to on the resolution of those very cool very cool and and the blog's out there now so you know i would encourage people if they want to know more details to check it out because this isn't a tool that had a lot of documentation either. So you had to figure out some of this as well. Yes. And, and uh, one thing that I really like it, it's uh, the, the guys at Mozilla, they are really open. Um, I, I was also doing some work with this and uh, with a project with Vadim regarding uh, Percona XRDB cluster. And uh, I actually found uh, a bug on, on the tool that there were some um, deadlock when you were uh, using like... Uh, Outputting uh, strings on a on a pipe, and I just wrote a, a, a deterministic test case, a program that could reproduce that. I opened an issue with uh, the RR guys, and I think in one day or two they fixed that. So and oh, very responsive then. That's awesome. Yeah, and but it's it's true. Like there is not much uh, documentation. Um, the tool, it's not like the, the most user-friendly, as you can imagine, like it touches like some low-level uh, things. Uh, you have to do some, uh, depending on your on, on your uh, processor, uh, you will have to do some some changes. Like in my case, I have uh, an AMD Ryzen, so you have to do some workarounds uh, in, a, in order to be able to trace everything before it goes to uh, get to, to the CPU. But uh, it's 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 amazing. Like it's it's a new, it, it, it's, Kind of, of of a new tool. Uh, it's getting some traction right now, so more people are using, more people are contributing to this. So I I believe it it will be very popular and perhaps even uh, deliver on standard like Linux distro in in the future. Great, that's awesome. 
Well, Marcel, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us about RR, a little bit about what you've been working on, your career. Appreciate the time today, and uh, hope to see you in the future at an actual in-person barbecue. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, that would be nice. I'm looking um, forward for that. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but thanks, thanks a lot, Marcella. Appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Bye-bye. Wow, what a great episode that was. We really appreciate you coming and checking it out. We hope that you love open source as much as we do. If you like this video, go ahead and subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, tune in to next week's episode. We really appreciate you coming and talking open source with us.